Hi guys, it's Sophia. Hi, it's Morgan. And this is It's Thrilling, the second episode of the podcast, which is now everywhere you can get podcasts pretty much. We're worldwide. Yes, incredibly (laughs) so. I need a rapper to come in and shout it, like DJ Khaled. Oh, like a hype man? Yeah. I would like a hype man. First off, I wanted to say if any of you guys are listening to us on Spotify or on iTunes or YouTube, I guess, leave us uh, a review and rate us because it actually really helps. All right. Please (laughs) do it. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Enough plugs for the day. We're here to talk about. That's the beginning of the podcast. (laughs) I I just want everyone to know I tried to save you from this. No, please. But um, also do what she said. Do what I say. So today we're going to do a news bit. We're going to, we have a couple of news topics uh, and then we're going to talk about our our main movies, which is Alien. And Super 8. So one funny through way that I noticed about these movies is Alien came out in 1979. Super 8 came out in, I think, 2011, but the movie was set in the summer of 1979. So both movies are about 79. Very serendipitous. And about aliens. So that's our through way. Yes, I'm glad that you got that all um, off your chest <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. So that everyone's primed and prepared. So what are we talking about news-wise okay, this week? Okay, so very interestingly matching up with our choice of films today, the Star Wars trailer dropped at um, Star Wars Celebration Chicago, I think about, I think a week ago, pretty much this time. And people have been... Freaking out to say the least. People, as in people, we just mean <laughs> Sophia. No, <laughs> everyone on Twitter, everyone on Tumblr, everyone is on Instagram. Tumblr even around anymore? I thought yes. that died. R.I.P. Tumblr is around. All right. I am. I have a group of people that are so excited <laughs> for next year's Star Wars celebration that they are making a group chat, like a bunch of Star Wars nerds. All right, well, there's weird people That's everywhere That's how excited all people are, internet. okay? Um, I'm more excited about the Star Wars land that's opening up in Disney, oh my to be God. honest, because that's going to... Galaxy's gonna, Edge. I mean, because that's going to incorporate, wait. like, the old Star Wars universe, which is what I'm more interested in. I'm not a huge fan of the new Star Wars movies. Sophia and knows this. That's I'm a point a of really contention. I'm a really huge fan of um, both the old and the new. Even the prequels, I will say, they have their merits at points. Sure. They... They I know what disagree. they are. They know what they are. That's all <laughs> I'm going like to say. Just like the new Star Wars movies. No, 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 no. Let's not go there. All right. So, okay, so but we are there because we're talking about this trailer. The episode 9 trailer came out and everyone lost their shit when Ray did a backflip over Kylo Ren's um, TIE silencer. I, I mean, I guess it's not even, it's a new ship and people don't even really know if he's in it. But people have been speculating as to whether she's training, whether he's trying to run her down, whether it's a force vision. I guess you haven't seen The Last Jedi, so you don't know. Wait, no, I've is. seen all the Star oh, Wars movies. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've done my best to block them out. I don't. I can't oh, really well. distinguish them between each That's other. That's disheartening to hear. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I've seen all of them. There's just, like, um, there's a lot of debate going around, basically, as to what Kylo Ren or Ben Solo's relationship is going to be with Ray, And, I mean, that's been going on forever. I really and hope they get together oh and have Jedi babies. 
Thank you for saying I'm literally going to cry. <laughs> Thank you for saying That's the that. only opinion I have oh on my Star God. Wars. Oh, my God. That's the best thing I... <laughs> Suck it, everyone. Morgan, it's canon now. It's canon. Okay, so basically... Thank you for saying that. That really helped me out. Gave me a lot of clarity in my mind. Okay. All right. So (laughs) we're all excited for Star Wars. She did a backflip over the thing, which is cool and exciting, I guess. I mean, the big problem I had with uh, the first new Star Wars movie that came out, I think that was just Return of the Force Awakens. Okay, The Force Awakens. See, I tried. Um, Ray overpowered Ben Solo, I think it was. And she had absolutely no training in the force whatsoever and and i don't buy the argument that oh the force is so strong within her and she had so much no that's not my argument that's not my argument i mean i just i just can't get over like in the other star wars movies like there's like jedi academies and like anakin like he trains his whole life to be able to do what he does and luke had such a hard time uh and we saw his struggle with learning how to use the force so I, I just didn't feel like a lot of the things that went on in the first Star Wars movie made sense in the Star Wars universe. I also hated the fact that they just blew up another Death Star. I just thought it was terribly unoriginal, and I, I haven't been able to get over it. I can see the merit of that. However, my argument and what I thought of that was that she was kind of... When Kylo went went into her mind, she kind of went into his mind and subconsciously... This has been a theory, like, the way that she uses the lightsaber is very similar to the way he uses it. I just think it's such a and stretch. So I think it's she, just like, she but like, look how, techniques look from how him. deep you have to dig to get to that kind of, like, theory. I don't think like, it's that deep because when they were fighting in the throne room, they kind of are, like, two sides of the same same coin in, in The Last Jedi. I don't know. They kind of feed off each other, and I think, like, they're the yin and the yang of the universe, and... Especially with Palpatine's laugh in the new trailer, I think it was probably, like, they're going to, as people have been predicting, like, create a new form of Jedi. People are saying that the Rise of Skywalker, the name, is going to be, yes, Ben Solo, but also they're thinking, like, some people are saying it's going to be a new kind of Jedi, like the Skywalkers. So it's, like, not a Sith and not... um, uh, a Jedi, and I'm not sure how much I buy that theory, but I think it has, like, merit to it. I don't know. I guess we'll see when it comes out. Um, I just thought the trailer was... Yeah, it was good. It was what I, I expected. it was really it wasn't well like, shot yeah, I, well, and put together, and apparently John Williams scored it, which is, I think, like, they don't really do that. Like, for trailers, music, like... That's interesting. Yeah, like, he personally scored that trailer. Hmm. And... At the end of the trailer, it was Kylo Ren's theme, but in a major. So, like, his is da-da-da, but, like, this theme was, like, but Like, I don't know. It sounded, like, triumphant, and so I think it's really telling us to what's going to happen to the character in the movie. All right. I'll, I'll buy that. All right. And if anyone wants to look up more stuff on Star Wars, there is a ginormous <laughs> Reddit with thread the, with spoilers oh, on it. You, you <laughs> so, have like so many plugs today. Leave, leave a that, comment. I thought you were going to be like, if anyone wants to talk more Star Wars, leave a comment. On I the mean, podcast. you could do that too. You could do that too. So our next story, speaking of spoilers, is major spoilers for Endgame was leaked a week before the release of the movie, which is going to be on the 26th, so I think it's Friday. And basically it's just like huge chunks of the movie were being released 
uh, to the public and just spammed on the internet and on threads and stuff like that. So what would you, what would you say, like, I don't know, to, to I help like... people out in this <laughs> trying time? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm so not on Twitter and I don't really keep up with like that's the so new t- hot yeah, goss, I guess to be right. honest. So you got to get on I'm it. You're on of, a you're on a podcast now, Morgan. Unfortunately, <laughs> I live under a rock, so I didn't know any of this happened. But I will say that this will this was I mean this happened with a uh, Breaking Dawn. <laughs> every what? every episode we're gonna talk about Twilight. And so <laughs> what? So no, it's true. I I mean it, I feel like did no one read the book? <laughs> I'm so well, I'm, not, I'm talking about, like, the movie itself. Like, the, I mean, not to say, like... Are it you... actually happened to the Stephanie... Like, an entire book that she was writing oh, got released. Yeah, Do you remember right. the Edward yes, point of view? I read it. I read it. You did? I didn't. I, I was mean, like, I was like I I'm not going to do that for she, Stephanie. After she decided she wasn't going to write the whole book because it got released, I was like, um, well, at this point, it's out there, and I, I just want to know. It, it was, like, not great. But um, neither were any of the Twilight books. Whoa, 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 whoa. So. <laughs> they were as good. They also knew what they were. <laughs> I would better not, than Fifty Shades of Grey, I assume. I haven't read Fifty Shades of Grey, so. I, I'm going to say they're on the same level, though. Just I would by say no maybe stretch of a imagination. notch above. Okay, okay. A notch above. Well, this is a little off course, but I, yeah, sad, sad. Spoilers so, are sad. I don't know. I would say... It's not surprising to me, but it's really disheartening to me that they got released. If anyone is trying to stay away from spoilers, I would say make sure to stay off of any Marvel-related topics because people are probably going to be in the comments. And definitely stay off of Reddit (laughs) because it's been all over Reddit. Um, And don't believe what you read on Reddit, because some people do not know what they're talking about. So, next story. How dare you discredit Reddit? (laughs) There's some really good Star Wars leaks, but horrible, horrible Marvel leaks that are not at all factual. Very far-fetched. Okay, continue. What's the next story? So, before we move on to our movies that we're going to talk about, I just wanted to have a moment of appreciation for all the new stuff that's been coming out in both film and television. Game of Thrones started back up again. Yes, yes. Episode two is coming out. Um, I really all the think Bran Stark memes. I'm all I'm in it for the memes at this point. Really, because <laughs> the, the Game of Thrones, I think the best season was season six. Okay. And the Battle of the Bastards was a like when Game of Thrones peaked, okay. and then after that. That was when they stopped using George R.R. Martin's source material. And I know that he told the producers what was going to happen. But, like, that was the point where the show eclipsed the books. And I feel like I could really tell a big difference in season seven and... And beyond, so I don't know. I'm. I can't believe it's only on. For, it's only been on for eight seasons. It feels like it's been like on for twelve. You know, because it's so popular with people. Yeah, I mean. It's crazy. I've been following the show since it... I think I started watching when the second season was on TV. So it's been quite a journey. Um, So anyways, so Game of Thrones. And then, of course, I just feel like it's a good time to be a nerd in general. Because you got a new Lord of the Rings TV show coming out on Amazon. We got new Star Wars movies coming out, even though I hate and them. And Star Whatever. Wars series. Like, you know, like the Mandalorian like is coming a out lot on of new Disney+. Content. Plus. 
Sabrina came out. Sabrina season two, which we both liked, right? Yep. I really, really liked the direction Even that it's being it's taken in. It's just Supernatural 2.0. You know what? You I know like I'm it a right. lot better. It, you are c- a completely correct. It's what, ripping what off so say, many other TV shows. What did shows. I say in my text? It was like, it, like literally, season two was exactly the same <laughs> arc as Supernatural, which was like they're trying, <laughs> they're trying to capture Lucifer. And, I mean, and Sam is like Sabrina as like he was like the chosen one, but he's trying to resist the devil. Yeah. Then finally, like somebody sacrifices himself to have like, you know, what? this is probably isn't interesting for other people. Spoiler alert is, for people. I, oh, yeah. I forgot. I shouldn't be spoiling all of Sabrina. But if you've seen Supernatural, have no fear. You know what's yeah. going to happen on Sabrina. It's much better than Riverdale. Let me just say, I really, really like Sabrina. I could not do Riverdale. I really, really I'm just not the right demographic. I listen to a podcast that talks, like, does an overview of every Riverdale episode. Oof. And that's as much as I can do. I love I it mean, so much. I mean, that's even a lot. It's so funny. Um, yeah. I, I really liked the character of Nick Scratch in this season. I thought he was going to be a real bastard, but I ended up liking him a lot. Oh, you know what he pulled is in, uh, Stranger Things? He was in Stranger Things? No, but, uh, his character arc, Nick Scratch, is a lot like the character of Steve. Steve. Oh my god. And let me just tell you, I love Steve. Can't wait. Can't wait for July because guess think, what's coming up. You think up? Steve Stranger is a bad things. boy, but then he ends up being a good guy and everybody's favorite. That's kind of what happens with Love Nick Scratch. Steve. Okay, so moving Next on. Next show, Umbrella Academy. I want Morgan to watch it. It's really good. Klaus is amazing. I don't know anything Love about him. Umbrella Academy. It's really good. Gerard I Way. I got that part. Gerard Way, who was the lead singer of My Chemical Romance... Wrote this comic. <laughs> He's really good comic We're writer. Off strong. <laughs> he wrote this comic, and it's a really Middle good school comic. Morgan is stoked. <laughs> Real now time for me <laughs> is time. still stoked. <laughs> Okay. They made it into a TV show. It's really good. Never read the comic, but I've read his other comics, and he's really he's really talented. So I would I would suggest anyone that's interested I feel in like Gerard Umbrella Way to Academy watch it. Academy people like spam social media. They so do because or not. I don't think it's actually them. I think it's like a social media manager or their intern who has yeah. access to the account is like commenting Umbrella Academy on everything. Real where? Yeah, just like I don't know on the internet. Instagram from my time on the World Wide Web. Interesting. So good for them with their yeah, marketing good, department. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Proud Even of though sons. with all of that spamming, I still didn't know what your <laughs> show was about. It's good. But, Ellen uh, Page is in it. So there, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, middle school Morgan <laughs> again. Page. Super stoked. Queen of Juno. Um, <laughs> of Juno fame. What a movie. All right. Anything so else you wanted to talk about before we move into? No. All right. I'm, I'm ready to talk aliens, All right. especially because I believe in aliens for Me too. sure. I mean, who should? If you don't believe, but not in only aliens, do I believe in aliens, I believe. <laughs> what? What? No, I what was next? gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like half believe this and half don't. So what? I feel like if I say it, I just watch like have like watched like UFO documentaries, and I feel oh like. Wait, continue, continue, continue. Gotta continue. I'm done. This is a different kind of point. Um, No, I'm not not ashamed to say. I think aliens are for sure real. I don't think they have for sure come to Earth, but I think it's possible they have. Do I think they're still on Earth? No. I agree with (laughs) you. Do I think our politicians are lizard people? Also no. Yeah, I agree with you there too. 
Just, just so we get, like, where I am on the conspiracy theory spectrum. I don't think I'm that's so that much a conspiracy there. theory as just fact that we haven't found out yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> aliens have to be real. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm sorry. Like Steve Hawking's on my side. I don't know if he's on my side about aliens having already come to, <laughs> to Earth. <laughs> but but I believes. know he, he's a believer in aliens as a greater concept and so and he's a lot smarter than me i always think aliens are such a challenging concept to to touch on because it's like are they like us are they completely different than us who knows (laughs) are they literal predators that eat us like you don't know well i mean usually aliens at least in hollywood are hostile but we we get some anyways uh do we want to talk about super eight or alien first let's do Super 8 first, just because I want to talk more about Alien after, so we can Really? See, I was feeling you, like I what? wanted to quickly get through Alien to really? talk about Super 8. Oh. But, no, we can uh, we can talk about... Okay. No, let's talk about Super 8 okay. first. Okay, okay. I'm cool with that. That's we so don't... interesting, because <laughs> I chose Super 8, actually, and, and Morgan I chose, chose Alien. Alien. Yeah. So, this is very interesting. Super 8 was made in 2011. It's directed by J.J. Abrams. And the DOP was Larry Fong. And I looked written up. by J.J. Yes, Abrams. Yes, as well. And Which you can totally tell, by the way, because this movie oh, was yeah, just 100%. like a It's giant, his childhood. Yeah. It's, it's completely his childhood. Exactly. The moment, I, like, the moment I rewatched it, I was just like, oh, this is just J.J. Abrams. What a better <laughs> way to like recreate your childhood. I mean, because he, I know J.J. Abrams really looked up to Spielberg. And yeah. then he had Spielberg produce his childhood. Yeah. Like, was, what a, <laughs> what so the jealous. best way to work with like your and hero. And seeing Spielberg with any ensemble kids cast just makes my heart so very, very happy. A la Goonies or any other, you know, Spielberg kids movie. So I ET, really obviously another example, but I really really appreciated like how him and JJ just do something with kids that are is just like something really interesting where they're realistic and they act like just normal kids. <laughs> yeah, because they curse constantly, which yes. like thirteen year olds definitely do. And they have like real emotions, but are still like they don't understand how to completely handle them and I think it's done really well and less melodramatic than other directors would possibly write and it. And a big throughway, I think in particular I was thinking about this a lot with uh, the movies that Spielberg does with kids is he's and J.J. Abrams too is they're so sympathetic to kids and the yeah. play being a kid and teenagers and, and with all of those movies you constantly see the kids are the ones that are misunderstood or and the adults just don't get it yeah like you know they're always kind of like adults are always kind of villainous and the kids always have to be hiding their plans from their parents because they're always afraid that the parents are going to mess things up and it's no mistake that in super eight the kids uh i don't know what was the main kid's name joe he he was the one who was finally able to connect with the alien and they had that moment and the kid was like i understand you and the alien and the kid had that moment so, in, in a big way, I think all these movies are, are about how kids are being misunderstood by adults and how adults have just gotten away so far from their childhood that they're not even these fun people anymore. And I had such a fear as a kid that I would grow up and turn into one of those adults. Like, mm. and still to this day, in some ways, now that I get older, I realize, like, no, 
now that I'm an adult, it doesn't mean I have to be lame. But I just had this fear from watching all these movies growing up and idolizing them so much that, oh my god, am I going to become like this lame, villainous person who doesn't get it yeah. <laughs> when I get older? Um, but I love it. Like, I, I'm a huge fan of all of these movies, obviously, and um, watching Super 8. We both hadn't seen it since 2011. Yeah, I watched it on my birthday when it came out in theaters. I saw it in and... theaters, too. And I, I'm glad that we you chose this movie because I probably wouldn't have gone back and watched Super 8 yeah. on my own. And I'm so glad I did because I loved it so much. I love the pyromaniac kid, Kevin, Me too. with the braces. Oh my god, he's Do so you know freaking what? funny. He was in Amer- uh, American Horror Story: Murder House, and I didn't realize that <laughs> until I rewatched it. And I literally, I loved him in in Super Eight, and I didn't realize that he was literally in another show that I really liked. I just, I think that's so crazy that. He, I don't know. It's so weird to see actors for all those kid actors. Yeah, they're all great. I mean, well, we know what Elle Fanning is doing. She's like out here being like the bomb dot com, like getting all the jobs. I don't know what she does anymore. I mean, which is well, she's gonna be in Maleficent too soon. I guess that's cool. I mean, what's funny is like I kind of grew up more with Dakota Fanning. And yeah. then Elle Fanning is, I feel like, well, you're a little bit younger than me, so maybe you grew up more. Dakota Fanning was Coraline, so I think, like, yeah. I was still on the same, like, track as you. I just remember, like, idolizing her a lot, like, when I was in middle school and the high... Yeah, Not I really high agree. school, but I more mean, like middle school. I she always was, thought she you know, was, like, so she cool. She was also in Twilight. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was. <laughs> well, every episode, we're going to find a way to bring it back. But uh, I also thought it was really funny that uh, I don't remember the character's names. I think his name was Donnie, but he was one of the minor characters. But he was the guy from the video store, the teenager who had the hots for yeah. one of the kid's sisters. And he got, like, super high during, like, basically the alien invasion yeah. and... He's just like, it's just so funny. I don't know. I literally, I just this is what like I wrote about movie. that. I said, that's not how marijuana works, question mark, because he fell asleep. Like, I don't know, like how it was working was so interesting because that is it not my experience. It was definitely a kid's idea of what being stoned would be. Has J.J. Abrams ever took a hit of weed in his life? Like, I need to know when he was writing. I feel like he has, for but, sure. Okay, so he things... went. He came to a Q and A in one of my classes. Oh, really? I told you this. It was my last college class ever. JJ Abrams was the guest speaker, and somebody asked him a question about I think Star Wars or like what happens or about Ray or something like really obvious. Like mm-hmm. everybody wanted to know, and he just responded, "He's like, I'm not going to tell you that, you freaking idiot." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Next, I don't even that. fuck with me." He knows what's up. They all know how to do they all know how to deflect that stuff. So, okay, so here are some things I really liked about the movie was that Joe and his dad's journey really like paralleled each other. Like they were kind of like foils for each other. His dad was taking a different kind of approach to Joe's more uh, I would say like empathetic or like like babyish kind of a like like he's so sad all the time, and his you're talking dad about is Joe so... and the dad, how they were coping with the death yeah. of, and I think like that the was mother the... slash wife. Yeah, exactly. So like that was more of a like, I think that was the main point of the movie is to make sure that they they get to understanding each other through that. I guess the weird alien thing. Same with the uh, ET. Yes, and then I really like coping with the loss of a parent. Elliot yeah. was coping with the loss of his father. That's true. I really liked how they were making a movie that followed 
what the real movie was doing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Which like, was... it was pretty parallel to the regular movie. Oh, so in this movie, if you haven't seen Super 8, all of the kids are, like, making this zombie movie. Like, they're running around town making a zombie movie, and in the process of making this movie, they uncover an alien, basically. A conspiracy to yeah. entrap and experiment on an alien. Yeah, so he then becomes embittered and vicious and escapes and starts to exact his revenge and blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 typical alien stuff, has a happy ending. Um, But But does it, though? Because so many people die. And I'm like, where are the consequences for this alien? I'm like, (laughs) he is still viciously killing people, so I'm not sure why that's super, like, forgiven at the end. Because I think... You know, it's like the King Kong effect, you know? I don't understand why people forgave King Kong either. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that pretty much tells you everything. But the alien is intelligent. Like, he is hyper intelligent. He knows how to build this ship, but yet he's eating people just for funsies. Well, I think he just has to live. Anyway. I think it's like, you know, do tigers want to eat zebras? Maybe, but they also (laughs) have to live. Anyway. There's a oh lot of... Oh my god, of, they say tigers. I definitely yeah. meant lions. Oh. Right? Do lions eat people? No, I'm talking about lions and zebras. Lions eat zebras. Oh, Tigers yeah. do not eat zebras, yeah. right? I feel... I don't think they're in the same area <laughs> in general. That's what I'm saying. I think that... I, I think I that tigers are like in India. Right, that's there, what I'm saying. And I'm like correcting the, the fact that I said something <laughs> got, really got stupid. You. In terms of cinematography, um, it was very interesting. In terms of... It w- I think it was well done. Like what the color palette about? was really well done and saturated. Like I liked the saturation and how they made it look. Like I don't know if they shot on film, but it seemed like really I don't know. Like it did have a like, filmy kind filmy? of feel. Yeah. Um it was definitely it looked like really an older nice movie. and nostalgic, and I appreciated that. However, it was what probably JJ just the way was the doing, film was color corrected. What JJ was doing was so annoying. He put so much lens flare. And he talks, this movie was made a little bit, not early in his career, yes. but when he was going through his lens flare yes, phase. Yes, yes. I, and he talked about it how was he meant was a to warn about the it. alien. I think I'm a fan is what of the I lens think. flare. I'm not a hater. I love lens flares. I'm I not did gonna not lie. like it. And then he used so much pan tilt and rack focus in this. Like every single shot was like pan, like pan tilt, like rack focus. I, don't know. I didn't I, I was didn't like, feel... oh my God. It, I t- feel it like that took way. me away from the movie. Interesting. It, it's just I like don't know. it's something that I personally noticed about it. It didn't like detract from the story of the movie for me, but I could tell that it was early on in his filmmaking career when he made the movie. D- does that make sense? Sure. So, let's see. I really liked the line no one likes coffee because I agree. I said true bitch, no one likes coffee. I forget who said that, but it was a great line. <laughs> I, don't I think drink it was caffeine, the pyromaniac so. kid. <laughs> it was great. I really liked their process of amateur movie making. I thought that was really fun to, to I look mean, at. I mean, definitely. I don't. I've spent a lot of time on kind of little film sets and student film sets, and there was just some moments that were really funny and cute, like when they're like, "Oh my God, the train is coming!" <laughs> yeah. Off the Production value is going to be off the charts. But like it's <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Like yeah. so many like student film sets, all beyond is like a mad dash to do something in this like tiny limited window of opportunity. Yeah, especially when you're trying to shoot like a sunset or anything like golden hour. Yeah, and 
you just don't know what you're doing, so everything takes so long, and it, it's just such a shit show. It's, and it was so cute to, like, watch their movie at the end. It was cute. On the credits. It was a cute movie. I think it was a fun little homage to, like, Spielberg and, yeah. like... The 70s and being a kid, I don't think it's gonna... And I feel like Super 8 has been largely forgotten about. Completely. And I don't know why. I I think it. it. I think it deserves more recognition than it got, but I don't think it deserves, like, a no, big No, I don't think it deserves, like, like, critical or, like, awards cult, and stuff. I don't think it's, like, gonna be a cult classic by any means. It, I don't think it it's strong really enough. It impacted me when I watched it. That's what I would say. And I think people overlooked it. I would, like, I would love to have made that movie. Like, me and myself. Yeah, you, you I know, agree. like, I would have loved to do that type of film. I thought it was a really sweet movie. Yeah. And I thought it had a good message, and I liked it. So, anything else you wanted to add before we move on to Alien? I think my favorite line of the movie was, Can I get another order of fries here because my friend is fat? <laughs> I just think it was just so funny. Like, how savage the kids were to each other. They were so savage. And it's so relevant because I was that savage to my friends when I was, like, 12 and 13. We were just, like, freaking zippy and and mean and and funny. And um, I just... Anyways, that's it. I just want to say that line. So now we can talk about Alien. All right. So, Alien, directed by Ridley Scott. Uh, The DOP was Derek Van Lint. And the cinematography... uh, you could tell was just like off the charts. I really liked it. That was the first thing I noticed, especially in the beginning scene where it was showing me the ship. To me, yes, it did, and I really loved how the set design was. I thought it was incredible. They were they must have worked like together really well. Um, before we get into complete talks, because I just need to say this a fun little tidbit about me. My dad was gonna name me Ripley. My parents were talking about like, naming Alien? me Ripley after the movie, like Alien. Yeah. Wow. They decided what a not legacy. to. But I could I'm see you as a Ripley. Really glad they didn't. Really glad no, they didn't. I could definitely <laughs> see you as a Ripley. I kind of want to. Oh my god. That's like your alter to ego. Call me now. Ripley. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you're being sassy and mean, which is actually <laughs> often, I'm just gonna call you Ripley. Oh my god. Um, so this old movie won a couple Academy Awards, okay. I think. Um, otherwise, it was a freaking long movie. I have never seen an Alien start to finish before until I watched it for this I podcast. I don't know if I have either. I'm very familiar with Alien and pop culture Same. since. I've seen scenes of it. It's like, you know, if you don't live under a rock, you kind of know yeah. what it's about a little bit. I think I've seen, like, the sequels of Alien, but never fully yeah, Alien. Yeah, I saw... I saw the one with, like, the kid in it. I don't know if it was there Ripley's was kid one, or what. Um, oh, my God. I don't know. There's so many, like, spinoffs that, that I've also seen. I can't yeah. remember their names right now. But I just was not prepared, and I don't even know why. This is going to sound so stupid when I say it. But I was not prepared for how gross Alien was. Which really? I so should Oh my god, like aliens exploding out bodies and the ash turning into a robot. It was just freaking disgusting. What do you mean? I didn't, I don't know. It didn't affect me that way. I am like very like sensitive to that kind of stuff though. Like any any type of blood or guts. Oh god, no. Do you think the movie was scary? Because I didn't find it scary. No, I I thought I really liked the movie. It wasn't scary. I just thought parts of it were gross. And then, um, 
you know, like I, like I, I, like I have a hard time, like walk, like the scene when the alien pops out of the body. Really, like I, could, I could not just like watch that. I had to like look away. It was just oh, so gross. That's so um, interesting. Yeah, but it definitely was suspenseful toward the end. I thought the beginning was. It reminded me of that old. It, I mean, it was made in nineteen seventy nine. They had to do some world building. So they did do, and they did, and I yeah. like that. But it's just interesting that. You could totally tell that it was a movie from the seventies and the yeah. way it was shot oh, and the pacing. Yeah, and I'm not. It's not a, a good or a bad thing. I'm just commenting on I, it. I actually enjoyed the flow of this movie quite a bit. Well, well, I just was thinking if this movie was made now, it everything it would have been much quicker. Yeah, it would have been yeah. so much quicker. And they just don't make those kind of suspenseful, like really slow yeah. building movies. And it's not even obvious that Ripley, who is played by Sojourney Weaver. Is the hero. Yeah, you like, you, until, I feel like, like if it were a modern movie, it would have been a little bit more yeah. obvious or she would have had more moments. But you really don't know that she's going to be the survivor yeah. of this incident until kind of like the last, I'd say, 20% of the movie. Yeah. So some comments on Sigourney Weaver. She looks real good in this movie. Let me just say. Is it Sigourney? Yeah. I, I always say <laughs> names wrong perpetually. Don't worry. I do too. It's a very weird Oof. name to pronounce. I just never hear it said out loud, I guess. I always read it. She was um she was in Avatar too, right? She was... I don't know. I believe she was in Avatar and she like died. She was the professor. And she's also in um, Finding Dory. She's the voice of the aquarium. It's very nice. Oh. A little, little tidbit. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I can tell. Now that you said that, I wouldn't have known that if you hadn't. But um, she, yeah, she was great in this movie. I thought she was it really her good breakout character. her role? Like, I think was it this... was her breakout role. Okay. I mean, it must have been. It was like she the was early, so young. It was the late seventies. I mean, um, yeah, I think, I think she. Everyone did really well with with their role, and I thought um, with every character, I I believe that they would do an act the way they were written. It was a very believable story for me. And it put me in this in the mind. It the really did seem like world. yeah, like if you were on that spaceship, because sometimes yeah. in disaster movies or or you know any type of movie where like there's only going to be a couple survivors, like you wonder is this how I would act or how this person would act in yeah. this scenario? And I do feel like it was a very believable. Like there was the one person who was like literally just freaking panicking yeah it was oh like, my god that like, girl was so she's like like let, let's draw straws and whoever draws a short straw dies and we all go off of yeah. the skate pod without them like, like so annoying all right cool. i literally that's a great plan i have so many questions about this movie like the people in this movie are annoying like ash i understood his character he was a robot from the beginning <laughs> i was like why is he so cold towards these people and i was just trying to figure it out the entire time i was like something is wrong with him especially when he opened up the airlock against direct orders i never would have done that if i was if i was him and so as soon as sigourney weaver as soon as ripley was like oh it's a warning and he said well, they're already gonna they're already gonna discover if it's a warning or not. I was like, oh my god, he's the bad guy. Like he's the he's the he's the worst one. The alien's not even the bad guy. It's him. It's all him. Dude. He's the inciting incident. What? How did you see? Um, I think I was not surprised when she gets on the escape pod and then the alien is on the escape I pod wasn't with either. her. I was so close to the end of the movie though. Like yeah. I was looking at the time bar and I was like. 
I know the alien has to come back, but it's like weird that she's escaped and there's like so this I guess much time when she left. was How hiding, she solve it? yeah, when she was hiding from the alien, the alien actually went and burrowed itself into the escape pod. Yeah, it's it's so clever, and I'm just like. How is it? That I cannot clever? believe the cat lived. Dude, because I cannot believe they even let a cat onto the spaceship. Oh, I for sure would love to have a cat if I was on a spaceship. But it doesn't make sense to me why it's I, necessary I, I, well, for their job. I think it was like added another layer of suspense for animal lovers everywhere. Yes. Because you're always but, like, oh my god, does the cat die? And then you think the cat dies, but then she picks it up in the carrier. Because she drops the cat, remember, when she yeah, sees the I'm alien? Like, this girl needs to stop it with tr- getting the cat. Like, the cat is not important. Work on the ship. Really? <laughs> See, I for sure would have, like, tried to go back for the cat. Because I was thinking about, like, what if, like, you know, I cared about that cat the way I care for my pet. And I for sure, like, would have gone back for my pet. I just am always thinking, like, the benefit of me versus the benefit... Like, the benefit of all of them would have been she left the cat and kept working on the ship. So that the other two people would have been able to gather all of the stuff quickly and coming. I don't her. think her getting the cat had anything to do yeah, with the it other do- people it didn't, dying. But it didn't, but it adds another layer of another another deadline that you have to find and then Yeah, I love all, it. And I'm just like, she is supposed to be the one, the woman with the strong head on her shoulders. I think if you who have the she's... time and you but realize... But they didn't. Yeah, she did. <laughs> they she didn't. Was, she, she prepped the... She was rushing so much when the when the alarm went off that she, like, had no time because she didn't set off set up the ship to go. All I'm you know saying I mean? is the cat lived. <laughs> I'm happy the cat lived. I agree with the cat decisions made throughout the film. The cat... And Ripley live. I think that's important I, yeah, to know. Yeah, I'm really glad that both of them live. At, <laughs> in the end, I think it's great. But if she had died because of the cat, I think that's just ridiculous. Um, so I'm going to die with my dog. <laughs> I think this conversation has taught me that in case. And I, I for sure would, because I've also thought about this. Like, you know, if there was, like, zombies, you know, that came back, like The Walking Dead. Like, Chewie would for sure bark at a zombie and, like, attract them. To, like, my yeah. apartment. And then I'd I would, be sworn by zombies. Well, I would try to muzzle in, too, <laughs> obviously. But I'm just saying, like, I probably would sooner, like, get myself killed because of my dog. I think I'd be, like, dog. Michonne and, like, have a zombie, like, in front of me. Like, you, yeah. <laughs> protecting me, kind Oh, of. God. You are so creepy and weird. That would be you, actually. Um, I'd, I think I would be Andrea, who is just perfectly normal and oh stuck God. with Michonne to also survive. Okay, so some things I wanted to say. When Al- when Ripley is setting off the 10-second alarm. 10-minute. The 10-minute alarm, excuse moi. She is walking so freaking slow. What do you mean? No, she's she wasn't. Like, literally walking, like, like creeping because she doesn't want to There's an alien! The- yes, but... She's like Even down to like s- two minutes and she's on the line. Like, but I'd what, be running what? so fast because if I no, could run faster than that alien. That's how you die. No. You, one, you cannot outrun the alien. How the do you whole- know? You never saw the alien run. Okay. <laughs> you never saw it okay. run. Okay. You are not faster than an alien, number one. Number how do you two, know? Maybe I'm number as fast two, as a I would rather <laughs> explode in the ship. Then be died by being ripped apart by an alien. So if we're choosing I feel like a death both method, are e- equal. 
No, I'd much rather be blasted and exploded into space and ripped alive by an alien, for sure. The fear factor... She had a gun, too. It's not like she couldn't shoot the Dude, alien. she was not... She she could not take on the alien. She had to... I could take on the alien, and you I am are five so feet crazy. tall. She had to creep, because if she ran, it would have attracted the alien, and you have to, like, peek around the But the, the alien corner. was already burrowed in the thing anyway. Well, she didn't know that. Yeah, but, like... Okay, you gotta you, take risks. If you, you gotta were in a war risks. zone, Sophia, you would be dead. I wouldn't so fast. because I would desert immediately <laughs> to preserve myself. <laughs> okay, I just want America to know <laughs> that I would take my time and approach it tactically and uh, survive and maybe save some people and or cats. I would just in the go process. all out. I think we've learned a lot. <laughs> like I would take my time. I'd save as many people and creatures as I could, and you would just run the fuck out of there. Yeah. So everything go. for me is just self-preservation, and if you're not on the same ship, like then you you're gonna get left you would behind. leave me. You take the you take the shuttle. If you are a liability, then yes. If you Dude. were that girl that's always complaining, okay, the one, one girl that was crying all the time, I would be, I'd be like, no. I would for sure wait in the you shuttle. You would be the guy that and was I would with try her. to say- You'd be the guy with the bandana, and you'd be like, where's my raise? And I'd be like, yeah, where's your raise? I would for sure love to be, like, a group leader in any type of apocalyptic scenario. I think I, I have good leadership skills, but I would no, just be don't. very would, self-centered and self-serving. That's a horrible leader. You would be I'm the really worst possible. This I'm podcast really has just turned into an argument about how we would be if the world were ending. And I think everybody who's listening to this podcast knows, knows that I would be a good person to follow. No! Because I am a rat, and no! I know how to rise okay. up. <laughs> No, I think everybody I has learned. Everybody has learned that I would be the one to follow because Sophia will fuck you in the ass. Oh, here's one question. I need to know this. What do you think they wanted to know? Like, what do you think they wanted the alien? Like the scientists who sent Ash. They onto said the it ship. in the movie at some point. They're Did like, they? they they're like, it, oh, they like want as a weapon. Research. Oh, uh, yeah, I they want to weaponize like her theory. it. Oh, well, okay. it could have been just her theory, so, but like, it's the only thing that's offered in Ash the movie. Ash would have even survived? Like, would they just have... So, basically, this mission was just it's a, a robot. suicide mission. It didn't mission. care if it survived. No, but I mean, how would it get delivered without being steered? Like, was the I ship on the, autopilot? I don't I, understand. Yeah. What would the government do when the alien the arrived? The ship was on autopilot because they were woken up like they were in those sleeping pods remember they but and then what they you, were like what do you think the people are gonna do when the ship opens and they have to search for the like they're gonna die as well like, well i don't, I don't think they thought that through and eventually wherever they land they have enough people to go through to eventually catch it but who knows because all of these sequels <laughs> apparently <laughs> okay. all right we're only keeping our argument within the realm that this 1979 alien movie Creates. We're not talking about anything that comes after. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna put that in the canon. I think this is its own. I think any movie that Sigourney Weaver is in in the Alien franchise is canon. <laughs> is part of. Is she? Yeah, she's in a couple. See, I don't even know. I haven't seen. I guess I think the... she has a daughter. I'm pretty sure she has a daughter. And then in one of the movies, oh like God, she no. dies. Not her daughter. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, I don't care about that. No, oh. I'm like, no, her daughter. Do- no, thinking, really? Her daughter um, died? No, 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 no. I was just thinking about a scene where this person gives birth to an alien and, like, an alien is exploding out of their stomach. That's what I was oh. thinking of, and that's why I said that. No. That was a good scene. I thought that was oh, very God, interesting. I'm good to vomit. So, for right. Super 8, what would you put that on your scale of 
movies? Like, Redbox or not? Yeah, for sure Redbox stamp of approval. Even Amazon uh, Prime. Oh. <laughs> but um, definitely not, like, Apple TV. Well, actually, Would no. you purchase it? For no, three ninety nine, Super Eight for three ninety nine. Oh man, if I <laughs> if I hadn't seen it before and I was high and I needed a movie to watch that night, yes. But like, would I do it now that I've seen it twice? No. Okay. Well, I would rate Super Eight is I would say a seven. I would give it a solid seven. I really I think it's very nostalgic and. I think maybe, like, I'm a little bit tainted because of how much I liked it the first time I watched it, but I, I think, you know, it's not, like, it's not, a, like, a critically award, It's like, a great, movie, entertaining, but, yeah. fun, enjoyable movie to watch. And, yeah, Not really every movie it. has to be Beck's picture. So. And this is a great movie. For Alien, what would you rate Alien? I think... I like the movie, but it's not, like, my favorite movie, because it, mm. it was just slow for me. I would give it a seven and a half. Really liked Alien. I mean, I love I it from it worked a... it really well. Like, a historical, and, like, just, like, you know, the movie is a huge... I, I mean, it's a huge part of pop culture. I really liked... I thought the script was really tight. I liked the act, the characters. I liked the plot. I thought... The timing of it w- worked really well, and I think it works really good as a, a horror movie and as a regular film. I thought it like worked Like, if I nicely. Netflix and chilled during this movie, I never would have... <laughs> you wouldn't be able to. <laughs> I never would have finished the it. The thing coming out of the stomach would have <laughs> oh, been... gross. But I don't even think I would have made it to that point. I think it, I would have watched, like, 20 minutes of it, and the movie would have been turned off. See, I thought the world building was so intriguing, so that's why I, I liked mean, it. I mean, I liked it. It's like, I feel bad, like, not loving it. No, don't but... feel bad for not liking it. I no, don't, I do I don't like, like it. Of... No, I do like it. I do like the movie. I just don't, like, I just didn't find it, like, a, like it, it, it was just a slow build-up for me. That's okay. all. So, now that it's the end, what would you have to say about aliens in general, based on the aliens that you have viewed in these two movies? <laughs> based off all the aliens I've met, and the aliens <laughs> that abducted me last week and took me onto their spaceship. They probed me a little bit, so but everything else went... So that's why you think aliens are real. <laughs> Everything else went perfectly fine other than the probing. So, um, yeah, I'd give my aliens, uh, I mean aliens, not my aliens, obviously, <laughs> uh, a seal of approval. Okay. I'm, I'm a big fan of alien movies and uh, my alien friends. Can't wait to watch more alien movies in the future. Um, <laughs> really, really liked, really would love to meet them someday. Except for, you know, the alien and alien and the alien and super eight that really just <laughs> So basically we really want to meet aliens, but none of the ones on these movies that we watch. Yeah, I would like to meet like Alf or someone What was that that's one nice. Disney Channel movie forever ago where the aliens were like sparkle dust? Oh, uh, Xenon? Yes. yes. Oh my god, what a flashback. I know Xenon. Xena on the teenage space girl. Remember yes. she gets all upset and she like storms like off the spaceship and like <laughs> Oh man. That's some that's some deep cuts for everyone. <laughs> Zeno. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Like for... and comment, subscribe. Bye. Yes.